0: Providing for your family is a top priority. But what happens when you need affordable health care? Christian Health Care Ministries could save you up to 40% today. As a member, you can choose your provider without network restrictions. Sign up at your convenience with our anytime enrollment. Join a Christian community that supports each other's medical expenses, offering peace of mind as you prioritize what's most important. Enroll now at yourchm.org. I'm Dana Perino. I'm Jason Chaffetz. I'm Rachel Campos-Duffy. And this is the Fox
1: News Rundown.
0: Friday, November 10th, 2023. I'm Eben Brown. It's Veterans Day and every veteran should feel counted.
1: They don't need to be fixed. They need You don't need to talk to someone and say, well, let me solve you. The number one thing you can do for someone is
0: not let them sit there alone. This is the Fox News Rundown Evening Edition. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach, with your people. And you find buried treasure that's microsoft copilot learn more at microsoft.com ai for all veterans day is tomorrow though it's being observed today for bank holiday purposes it comes as veterans administration's officials say the rate of suicides and other mental health crises among veterans far outpaces that of the rest of us we're speaking with a man who served our nation in uniform and has been living with wounds, not the kind you might think, but wounds nonetheless. Edward Schrank is a veteran retired from the U.S. Marine Corps. His wound didn't come from shrapnel or bullets or fire. They came from cancer, now attributed to exposure to jet fuel. For 15 years, he's had recurring cancers, but his story is inspiring, and he readily discusses some of the darker times, something that our veterans know all too much about. You should know that if you are a veteran and you are in crisis, there is help. Dial 988 from any phone. Select option one. You need not be enrolled in VA health to receive services.
1: I was on active duty from uh, 1996 to 2012. It is a joke, but it's also true. I, I joined the Marines because I hate college.
0: Edward Schrank is a veteran retired from the U.S. Marine Corps. His wound didn't come from shrapnel or bullets or fire. They came from cancer, now attributed to exposure to jet fuel. For 15 years, he's had recurring cancers, but his story is inspiring, and he readily discusses some of the darker times, something that our veterans know all too much about. You should know that if you are a veteran and you are in crisis, there is help. Dial 988 from any phone. Select option 1. You need not be
1: enrolled in VA health care to receive services. I was bored out of my mind, and I wanted to, um, you know, I just wanted an adventure. I was just, uh, I don't know, you know, uh, yeah. So uh, that's why I joined the Marines. Um, I have never fueled a jet uh, in my to date in my life, uh, but we, but there's a lot of Marines that work with chemicals and jet fuel, and uh, us being one of them. Um, and so I, I just, I was so conjectual on a regular basis. Um, and so cancer started in my left tear duct, uh, and I was still on active duty. The second time I got cancer, I was still on active duty and they had to remove my left eye and parts of my skull. And they were trying to retire me because there's a, you know, the Marine Corps, uh, like the, it says that you have to have. Two eyes uh, to be on active duty. Right. Um, talked to some some legal experts, and we came up with this argument that the intent the intent for that regulation was visual acuity, and not necessarily having to. Even though the word said two eyes, that the intent was visual acuity, and so right. I st- I stayed on active duty for a few more years, uh, but then cancer number three. I started having uh, seizures, and that was like a that was a game ender. So I was retired, medically retired, uh, after cancer number three. So cancer number three, number four, and number five were like really wow. supposed to kill me. You know, the doctors were telling me like like this is it? There's there you're not going to survive this, um, especially number four. And you know, so I did the thing where you. You know, you make all the videos for your kids and you're like, right, oh my. you know, uh, saying goodbye to the world and all that stuff. And um, and uh, we just kept finding more doctors and more going up the ladder of medical experts, which is its own journey, because you have medical experts who truly believe in their heart that you cannot be saved and you have to not agree with them and go find someone else. Wow. Who... Who thinks that they can save you. Um, so that's what we did. Except for five funds been with me through all that, you know, because there were decisions where you feel like um, it's almost selfish to keep surviving. You know, like uh, it costs money. Why am I taking this money away from my kids? You know, why am I, why am I, am I might, you know, spending all this money on more MRIs and more tests and then more recovery you know, if I'm not gonna make it, why? What am I doing? You know, why? Why am I being such a bad person when I should just leave them as much as I can? There's no organization on the planet that that does what Fi and Fund uh, America's Fund, the Fund does for for someone like me. They, um, they've they've helped with the cost
0: of of saving your life and and treating this cancer that seems to keep recurring uh the cost must be astronomical i, I don't even do you do you even have a dollar amount that you could share i mean the, i think most people veteran or not they 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 get shocked when they hear how much cancer cost cancer treatment cost is so
1: i i, I don't even know i'm i'm mean, we're on cancer number eight right now i, I don't know but some american funds been with me from start i only want to say till finish because uh, I'll never, I'll never forget the moment when I was diagnosed with cancer for the seventh time uh, Dr. at MD Anderson in Texas, the greatest cancer hospital on the planet. And um, and the, my oncologist said, "Hey, uh, you know, we found th- this on your scans." And I was thinking, "Oh, here we go again." You know, and right. let me know how many months I have to live. And and she said, um, "She's and she is the best. She's the best head and neck oncologist on the planet." Like, all the other, all the other scientists found down in this moment. And she said to me, you have cancer. And she said, it's not life-threatening. And I was like, what? <laughs> I, what does that mean? I never, I, I have never heard that. You know, I mean, you know, we've been doing this cancer thing. I was first diagnosed in 2007. We've been doing this 15 years. And so there's, like, this very small population now. Of cancer patients, and I I feel like when you think about like HIV treatment, right? There's a new generation, not not that I'm I'm not young, I don't mean new generation in that sense, but there's a new generation of treatment where it's a small population but growing, where it's sustainable treatment and just trying to keep the 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 development and the number of cells down. Right, and you know, just keep die of something else, decades down the road, and that's what we're doing right now. So I'll be on chemotherapy, the rest of my life. So there, it's a a, a
0: remarkable thing to hear you say because you have been through so much, and as you've noted, that uh, there are times where you thought that this is it. I'm 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 not going to make it past this time, this occurrence. Uh, and you mentioned the idea, well, why am I wasting all this money if I'm just not going to live? I could be giving this to my kids. I could be doing other things for them. That's a, a bad way, I think, to get to get your head wrapped into, isn't it? That, that, that's where the, the darkness comes. And we've had, uh, I think we have a, a, a horrific problem in this country. It's not new. I think it's getting a lot more attention, but it's not new, of uh, veterans who have either injuries that are visible or not, uh, who get into some very dark places, and they need help immediately and long term. So, wh- how do you get out of those dark spaces? Uh, you know how how did it turn around for you? And it, and I assume that it's a it's kind of a day by day thing in some cases.
1: Yes, that's very astute that you put it that way. That it's it's a day by day thing, and I, I I would offer three things. I don't know if it's. A parent yet, but I do talk too much. <laughs> talk <laughs> as much as you like. On this topic. You know, one, I, I mean, I, you know, the fact that right now I feel embarrassed to admit, but that's part of the problem is we got to reduce the stigma. But when my, there was, five or, there was five or six years when I didn't have cancer in between these eight occurrences. And I had a great job. I was, uh, there was a bunch of things going on other people were jealous of about me, and I I wanted to kill myself. I, I was going through. I was I was not so. Here's the thing: it wasn't. I was not crazy. Uh, I now, in retrospect, I can look back at that time and realize I was trying to I was trying to achieve things like, and in this case, professionally. But I don't think it has to be professional. And then when I got them, I didn't, my, it, it wasn't meeting my expectations, you know, psychologically and emotionally. Right. And so you start feeling like, well, what am I doing here? And so I was not crazy. I start feeling like I was very aware that month by month, I couldn't control these thoughts in my mind. And I believe that this happens. I'm not a psychologist, but in the veteran community, So much gets taken away from you. And then so for over the next couple of years, you're trying to do things, and that's a good thing, you're trying to recover, you know, losing all your friends, your culture, everything that drives you to, you know, and you're connecting that with being alive. Right. And then you lose it. And then so then when you unsuccessfully replace it, you're disappointed. And... What I'm trying to say is, it is not crazy or unhealthy or unnatural. And so, I think it is a good thing for veterans to feel like that is a normal, um, I don't want to say healthy, but it is a normal, um, whatever, an adjective for a a well-functioning brain to be in that space. And I think the best thing, so here, I'll, I'll finally shut up the third. Point number three is they don't need to be fixed. They need you don't need to talk to someone and say, Well, let me solve you. The number one thing you can do for someone is not let them sit there alone. Right. They're in a bad place in their life. They're disappointed. Everything has been taken away from them. And instead of, you know, that metaphor of yelling down to them while they're in their hole, hey. Why don't you climb out of there? Just climb down in the hole with them for right. as long as you can, man, As long as you can take it, sit in there with them, so they're not by themselves. We are speaking with Edward
0: Schrank, retired U.S. Marine veteran and cancer survivor, on the Fox News Rundown Evening Edition. We'll have more straight ahead. Shipping can make or break a sale, so optimize how you ship your orders. With ShipStation, they make it easy to automate and manage orders no matter how big your business grows. And they might even be able to help reduce shipping and warehouse costs. So optimize and keep up your momentum for growth with ShipStation. Sign up for your free 60-day trial now at ShipStation.com and use the code P-O-D. That's ShipStation.com with the code P-O-D. As you mentioned that this is, uh, as you said, normal and that they're not crazy, um, yeah. I want to throw one other uh, adjective in there. I want to say that it's common. Yes. And it's it's therefore if it, if it's something that's common, it's not. I, I don't want to say it's not unique because I think everyone's pain can be unique, but it's it's common so that you're you're not doing this by yourself. There are other people who yeah. feel exactly how you feel, and. You're you're not alone in feeling it. I think I think that's the the big lesson here for the most part. And this this affects our veterans in, in a way that doesn't affect the rest of our society. And the rest of society has yeah. has these issues. So there's there's help for for veterans. There's there's a, a, a you know a helpline, uh, and it's been getting I think more calls than usual. And and I think the initial reaction might be well. That's so sad, but I, I think it's it's also very good in a way. You, you're having people reach out for help, which had always, I think, been the biggest roadblock here. Isn't that true? I mean, th- that people were afraid to ask for that help because of the stigma, something you alluded to earlier.
1: Yeah, I mean, it might be, it might be a professional with a certification. It might be a friend. It might be someone who's not a veteran. Who knows what the right fit for each human is? But I know that not being alone... And, and, and then uh, what's the word um, and then on the flip side of that, being alone, I, I think would be the the accelerator of, of that of that negative outcome we're trying to avoid. Um, you know, if you were you know that the, the concept of being if you were stuck in a room with no windows and you know I, I think it would be I think most people would think about, oh, do I want to wake up tomorrow? you know, if you were stuck there for an unknown amount of time, you know and I, I know i'm using an, an exaggerated metaphor right it's but okay. mo- most humans if they were cut off from other human contact and so that feeling of uh you know it's, of being alone uh is a, is an accelerator of most unhealthy psycho you know it's not it's not a good space to be in and some fine america's fun you know one of the things that i think makes them stand out from uh in their space is always feeling respected always feeling like you know it's hard I think it's hard for anyone it, I know I, I don't know what it's like to not I, I only know this the life that we're on so I don't want to say it's especially hard for veterans but the concept of of um you know accepting help, I uh, uh, I I I would I think it's a fair s- summary to say that the Marine Corps training makes it a little more difficult but I've always felt comfortable with them; that they're not um, holding me back. They're not, um, you know, if I want to do something ambitious, if I'm, you know, they're they're not in in any way do I feel like my that I'm being. Uh, I feel like they're building it with me. Tell me about you. You're going
0: to be singing the national anthem. It's at the Hawaii Bowl, I think, coming up.
1: Yeah, we've got the Hawaii Bowl on December twenty third. Uh, amazing! Uh, amazing! It's the EasyPost Hawaii Bowl. I mentioned that because they're the most amazing sponsor on the planet. Um, uh, EasyPost based out of uh, Austin, Texas, um, and uh, I just uh, when I got cancer number five, uh, world-class doctors and surgeons told me that they, no question, they had to remove my jaw. Um, and I was never going to speak or eat again uh, in order to survive. And these are doctors who spent their whole life competing and being smarter and more faithful than every other doctor they've ever met. And so what was what would any rational person do but say you're wrong and I'm going to go find the one surgeon on the planet who is just a little bit better <laughs> than you and uh Keep my jaw, uh, and then uh, obviously, I should become a singer, of course. (laughs) Um, And obviously, when I look up online, that the dumbest thing that every new singer tries to do is sing the National Anthem, because it's so hard. that's the first (laughs) thing I'm going to do. So I track down. uh, I make a joke out of it. I make a joke out of it, but there's, I think that's the same reason out of those four doors that I I, I I joined the Marine Corps. Like there's it's hard. Right. And there's something attractive about that, you know? Um so I I walked up to uh this opera tenor, the the, the best national anthem singer on the planet, and I said, I don't know how to sing when you teach me how to sing the national anthem. And he, he's like, You look at me like like you look at uh I don't know. Like you look at a baby walrus, like well, some precious, you know. It's <laughs> moron. <You> know? <laughs> and uh, he was like, you know what? Okay, come to my house on Friday, and uh, and we just worked for like two years. Wow! Um, wow! And I mean, it started with it started with the first moment in his house was like saying something, and I started, and he was like shut up and don't ever do that again
0: (laughs) (laughs) oh that's very that's a great story
1: and you know what i learned is you know you think of like um i i wanted i wanted to learn how to sing because you know i've i've raced motorcycles i've jumped out of airplanes for me that's not scary Right, I know that other people might find that impressive. You know, I can I can tell stories and be like, look how cool I am. You know, but I wanted to do something that's, like, not me. Right. And artistic, you know, that, that stuff really scared me. You know, and, and challenged my identity. It's a physical skill, and you're just trying to do the exact same thing that every other singer has been doing for hundreds of of years and it's just discipline and hard work and that's what i learned edward shrank
0: you're a veteran who has survived cancer it is now what eight times and uh,
1: we're on, yeah eight times the goal is to die of something else as we all must
0: <laughs> and uh you have such an incredible story and for i want to thank you for your service And I want people who are listening to this to realize that you are not alone. If you're in a similar situation here, there is help. And we hope that Edward's story kind of can convince you of that. And Edward, thank you so much for being with us on the Fox News Rundown Evening Edition.
1: Thank you. (laughs)